Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Vered is about to come on and absolutely rock the house. Before that, I want to talk to you. You are a world-changing human being, so definitely stay tuned to becoming your greatest possible self because this is where you are meant to be. Stay tuned into all these epic interviews and all the gold that we're sharing, resources, connections, ideas, stories, inspiration to help you keep growing and going on the journey. If there's anything I could do to support you, whether it's coming on the 12-hour marathon as a guest or launching your own podcast, would love to talk to you about that. You can message me on Instagram at I am millionaire Chris, Facebook.com forward slash TH3Burns, and email Chris at BeYourGPS.com. Looking forward to talking to you. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Dr. Lokilani, and Dr. Lokilani says, inspiring. Chris Burns has a knack for attracting people to his show and turning their stories into powerful messages that inspire many. I love his passion and his drive for his work. He authentically comes from the heart to truly impact individuals, society, and the world to make this a better place to live for all. Keep inspiring us, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dr. Lokilani, I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, just search Greatest Possible Self on iTunes or go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes and you can go there, subscribe, get all the latest episodes and give us a review. You'll get a chance at getting shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream marathon. Now, I'm going to introduce Red in just a sec here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this is going to be some fire and some gold and to help you grow into your greatest possible self, tap into these raw, juicy, epic, powerful, sometimes difficult to manage emotions. And I'm, I'm really excited for this interview. It's going to be totally, totally powerful. And I think uh, not something that we've really covered that much on the 12-hour marathon. So it's going to be powerful. Definitely stay tuned and uh, come with an open mind about opening yourself up, tapping into your, your soul, all the emotions, all parts of you to really access your power. Okay. Let's introduce Vered and then we'll bring her on the screen. Vered Segal, after a childhood rife with domestic violence and dysfunction, Vered found peace in Judaism and her marriage. However, when her husband became severely mentally ill as the result of turning to drugs, she took control of her life and divorced him. After his subsequent suicide, she fell into self-sabotage and rage and descended into the lowest point in her life. A spiritual awakening helped her see for the first time how life can be an upward spiral of hope and joy. Now, after years of self-reflection, Red is dedicated to helping her clients and audiences discover that when we open our minds and hearts through meditation, radical honesty, and humor, we can turn our pain into power and live a life full of serenity and joy. And we are blessed to have Red with us here today. Red, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I am ready. I am ready. Oh, you're now live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, I appreciate you. you. And we're going to dive right into the theme 
the theme today is ultimate alignment. So, Vered, what does that mean to you? How has it impacted your life? I love that. I love that it's ultimate alignment when I'm coming on here. Um, keeping it simple is being able to experience your body and your soul. Like that is just so simple. Just being right here, right now, present to what is that's ultimate alignment, man. Just being aligned with who you are. I love it. Present moment. That is the juice, Vered. And we are diving into even more juicy moments with you. So thank you for this moment. Thank you, Vered. Thank you, Christopher Burns, for hosting this 12-hour marathon. Thank you, God, Source, yeah. Universe, Creator, whatever we want to call it. Thank you for this moment. It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for this miracle. So Vered, tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you stand for, and what your clients come to you for. Yeah, for sure. I am like, I just am just transformation. Like I'm, I'm in love with transformation. That's what I do. That's what I love. Um, that's what I stand for. I stand for, I stand for the impossible becoming possible. I stand for, I stand for you. I stand for you who's listening that thinks that there's no hope and to understand that there is such a life that you can have that is like unbelievable. Like I can't even imagine the fact that I was able to come from where I was and then now to go through all of it and then to be now on the other side, like what an honor and a gift to be able to do that and to be able to touch other people's lives. And you see, like <laughs> I am totally all about being radically honest and understanding that who you are and what you've done, what you have done is not who you are. The things that have happened to you is not who you are. You are bigger than all of it. Yes. There's so much fire in your in your voice, in your passion, your conviction, your stand. And just I can feel how present you are to possibility and igniting yeah. that and planting those seeds and watching them sprout in people's lives. It's it's incredible. So that's where you're at today. You're rocking it, transforming people's lives. And we want to go back into your journey and talk about what was it like for you. I mentioned a little bit about it in your intro, but in your own words, why don't you share about your journey, Vered? Um, sure. So like I said in those few minutes, that, or like you said, like you said, and I'm going to say my journey has been one that I, if given the chance, I would never go back and do it again, but I don't regret any of it. I grew up in a house with a raging uh, father who was a fifth degree black belt, who I believe, and I know this from my own experience, is when there is rage involved, there is something that overtakes your mind, and there is no way that he would have been able to do the things that he did if he was in his highest self. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm coming from a place where there is like total dysfunction. And so basically really where I'm coming from is a place of knowing exactly what I didn't want. So That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so I've been, and so what happened is, is over time, what happened was, is because I did not have the ability to tap in, I actually thought, and I misplaced the anger onto my perception of God mm. and that's all that it was, is it was a perception. And that was what the fallacy was. Because actually at the end, that's actually that power that was inside of me was actually what is the only thing that kept me whole and complete and kept me from from doing like from from <laughs> from jumping out of buildings and doing all sorts of like things that would have just been which would have been and 
a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And that is, that is so <laughs> important to know that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so what I did was, is what happened was, is that it attracted more and more. So more of the anger built inside of me. I had nowhere to turn. My mother wasn't leaving him. She wasn't being able to protect herself. She couldn't protect me. There was uh, violence in my house. And then I also was violent uh, just to get out the aggression. So basically, it was just, it was... Uh, vicious. Psychic, <laughs> I was going to say, psychic. man, it is like, yeah, like it's amazing to me to say like, well, there was a lot of fun there, you know, because it's like, because when there's healing, mm. it just becomes, like you said, like it comes like you're speaking from the scar, not the wounds. And that mm. is, it is amazing. Like it doesn't even make any sense. Mm. And so what ended up happening is I attracted more of that into my life. I attracted um, unhealthy relationships. I attracted more dysfunctional peaches. I attracted exactly who I was. And I was blessed and honored to get married and to then have, a, I mean, I had a spiritual awakening, but I was blessed and honored to get married. And I, and I met the exact right person that I needed to meet at that time. And unfortunately, he didn't know who he was and I didn't know who I was. And that's just how it goes. And man, we found out pretty quickly. So when all of it hits the fan and all of it is said and done, at the end of the day, what I realized was... It wasn't him. I thought if I would just get divorced, this would all be better. Mm. But that is not how it rolls. It's just not. So I had to completely take responsibility for my life. Now, in that time, we had two kids and it got real exciting. He was uh, he had drug addiction, which ticked off mental illness. My parents turned against me. His mother was, <laughs> was bullying me like I had to get a disability. I was crying. I had crying spells like I was not doing well. And once I had the willingness to be open and to recognize that life on my terms was not working and had the openness to seek the help and get the help and be able to look at myself and my life, I was able to own it. And that's the good news and the bad news is that it's all in your control. (laughs) And so once I was able to own that, that's when I had the power to start to change. And to go through it, to go through the fire, become the fire, yeah. and get immersed. And this is this is beautiful. I want to speak to a, a mannerism I see coming through you right now, which is I think it's it's important for me to highlight and possibly for people watching or tuning in. I see you can you keep like closing your eyes and getting present to something. What's what's going on with that? Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I don't even notice that I do it, but it's like, it's part of getting into ultimate alignment (laughs) is really is what it's about because it's just about being able to stay present and focus with what is actually going on, what needs to come through me. Yeah. Because that's what it's about. It's about what, what's coming through. Mm. Yeah. I love it. And I think we we talked about it uh, yesterday, like saying how my energy is like, it's pretty, pretty epic and contagious and like you're feeling it. And I think the visual, uh, visual, our eyes are like a window, quote unquote, to our souls, right? So like you just witnessing me, me witnessing you, we're able to like pick up on each other's energy and presence and soul and being and it's, it's beautiful. So I really acknowledge you for for how you're showing up. It's, it's just a, a blessing for me to be a part of it and to be able to share you with our audience and and all this this journey that you've experienced because it's it's been a lot you know and i i know that it wasn't easy and i appreciate also that um while you wouldn't do it again like you wouldn't change any of it meaning you've really 
gotten all, a lot of lessons, a lot of gifts, a lot of gems, a lot of perspective to see and to show up and to be in life today and also to be a huge freaking contribution to other people who might be going through some something similar. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So you went through this phase and uh, you were having some tough times with your husband. How did you make it through that? Oh, I, I, I called on a power greater than myself. Like I just, I just did at that time. I had some religious stuff going on and I just was like, that's it. This, this just has to happen. Like this just, I, I, this has to happen. I have to protect myself. I have to protect my family. And yeah. And so, um, I think what really drew it like to a real, real moment was when I did find out that he had taken his own life. Mm. And that was, that was like, that's it. I don't care what I have to do. God, like, let's just do this. Mm. You know, I want to change the world. Like I want everything that like, I know it's possible. Like there's prophecies or all this stuff, like it's happening. I know it's happening now. Like I want to tune in, tap in (laughs) and, and go through it to get to it. You know, like, I just want to get better. I just want to get better. And I just want to be a healing force in this world. So let me be that. Beautiful. 100%. And so you set out on that quest. You made the decision. How did things evolve from there? So what ended up happening is that I ended up getting a lot of help myself. I did whatever it took to get myself help. That was the most important thing for me. I knew I myself had... um, what actually happened was, is then the focus was off of him. And it was like, I really was able to see myself, as I said before. Mm-hmm. And so when he wasn't out of, when he was out of the picture, I had to own myself. I had to own my own anger. I had to own my own rage, which I had always known that I had, that I would never, was never able to even to get treatment for. Like I didn't, like, I don't know, like I didn't know anybody existed and I love it because now I'm able to help people. And, and it was just, it's just so awesome because I actually had a client that this is exactly why she came to me was because she heard my story and I'm just like, she just resonated with my energy and that's what she wanted. And it was such an honor, like to be able to work with her because that's what it was. It's like she she didn't know that there was anybody else that thought and felt and did the things that she did because there is so much shame around that. And I know this from being on the receiving end of abuse, and I know this from being on the giving end. And it's 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 awful and it is painful. And but being on both sides and having recovered from it through, which is going to be so exciting to talk about, is like how that actually happened because that's where the gold is. As, um, as, as, um, what it has done is actually the recovery part of that is, is given me the ability to like understand both sides. And so therefore, when my clients come to me, I get the mother that was abusive to her. I get her that was on the receiving end. And then I get her who's on the giving end of that abuse, which it happens to have been to her husband, who she realized like, this is not good. You know, she actually like hit him at one point. And one of the things about rage and abuse is the abuser will minimize what happened. So she would say, you know, like nothing really happened. Like I just hit him. And I said, that's an act of violence. And the only way I was able to point that out to her was because I had to own that on myself Mm. and owning that is, it is powerful. And, and there's not a way I think to recover from this stuff until you're aware and conscious and allowed to 
accept yourself for who you are, knowing that that is not the essence of who you are. It's from programming. It's from generational dysfunction. Like this is stuff that is passed down from one generation to another generation to another generation. Mm. And it's finally to the point where somebody's going to say enough, like I'm done. I will, I will walk through the fire and be willing to go through the pain to get the bliss and to get the freedom and to get the peace. So I'm hearing, I'm hearing of one of the biggest things is to be able to seek the help right? For the people who are struggling with, let's say, rage, either being a a distributor or a, um, I don't know what the proper word is, but being someone who who has rage and uh, deals with abuse and being abusive um, or being on the receiving end of it. The first step is to really get help and find someone who you can have a conversation with to to stop pretending like it's going to get better to stop pretending that it's not that big of a deal, like that that kind of stuff to be able to like really come to terms with it and be honest with yourself about it. Um, The first step is honesty, but then also the second like micro step, like a very, very short while later is accepting that, Hey, like this is just a behavior. It's just a circumstance that has, that has come about. And we take 100% responsibility for how do we respond? How do we work our way to a better way, uh, a better place or a better human being ourselves or distance ourselves, create um, you know, a safe environment for us and our family if that is something that is, is a, a block, yeah. something that's stopping us. Yeah. And to understand that you may be doing something that is bad and harmful, but you are not bad. Mm. I am so good. I so wanted to be good. So it's just the needed power. It's the alignment. My And the, the way that I know that is because I was in a ton of pain. There was no more pain than when I had acted out in any kind of anger or rage, okay, that I felt. And that is an indicator I just heard this and I love this. It's like the, the pain that you're feeling, it actually means like your inner soul, mm-hmm. like your inner being feels really, really good, but you are out of alignment with that part of you. And um, this, I thought it was going to be too intellectual, but I kind of really, really like this. Yeah. That thoughts are the language of the brain mm-hmm. and emotions are the language of the body. And when the thoughts and emotions are coming together, then you have full alignment with yourself and your soul and your body. beautiful it's beautiful so you started seeking the help you started getting the help you started um forgiving loving yourself and getting your thoughts and emotions into alignment how did things progress from there okay so this is what i'm going to say is that i at one point i could not this is something that i couldn't there was other stuff that i was able to 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 get over in my life you know there's uh, you know different addiction issues different codependency stuff and whatever like i was able to get a hand but this was one thing that i was not able to and i remember always praying and asking god to help but I still was not able to get it. And what I'm saying is keep asking because every time you're asking, there's going to be a solution some way, somehow you're going to get a solution no matter what the problem is. And so I remember one time I watched a YouTube video and it was on like this Tassana. I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it correctly, but it's these guys. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Awesome. And they did this meditation. Um, they took it to prisons and these were guys and they definitely volunteered and they were, some of them were on death row and what happened was it was like one week full of just sitting in silence and doing the, the, the 
Vipassana or Vipassana? Meditation. Vipassana meditation. And what he said is that it was harder for him to go through that than it was for him to be on death row 10 times. And I was like, yes, <laughs> that's it. Because what ended up happening is he became a full person. Like he was restored. You could wow. tell he was not a danger to society. He might get put back on death row. He might not. But also, he's also so connected to what is that it's like in complete peace. And because he had to face himself. The problem was, is I watched this and I was like, I wish, I wish, but you know, thank God I have two kids. I have a, I had a job. I had all this stuff going on. Like there is no, there was no week vacation, you know, going on for me to do that. And also sitting in silence was impossible for me. Mm. Just like, just like counting to 10 before I would rage was impossible. Go ahead and tell somebody with a problem, count to 10, impossible for me, impossible. Okay. So in the same way, I was not able to sit. There's amazing um, YouTube. There's amazing apps. There's amazing stuff that they have on there that you could uh, meditate and, and you're getting, um, you might even listen to Saturn headspace it's called or yeah. whatever. Like there's stuff that you could have and, and sit there, but I couldn't, like I would be, my mind would be going a hundred miles an hour. And, and so it became extremely uncomfortable. But after a year of be, going through a, more health with myself and recognizing again the depths of the problem so I when the student is ready the teacher appeared and I ended up oh my gosh I'm so freaking grateful that there is like just sitting in silence and the way that I learned to do it was sit and don't die I could do that I could sit and not die I love it. I love it. It's real. This is like super real. Like, hey, come on. Like, let's get to the lowest common denominator that I believe I can actually freaking achieve. Okay, sit and not yeah. die. Oh, I, I, I got that one. You know, <laughs> I could do that. Let's, let's build up some confidence. Let's build up some confidence. Yes, <laughs> self-esteem. Sit and not die. Check. <laughs> it's good though. It's good though. Like, like we're laughing about yeah. it. And yeah. And like some people are like, oh, I can, I could do that. Like, that's actually yeah. a place I can go. That's a direction I can go. I felt like hopeless, lost, overwhelmed, stuck, broken, or whatever is going on. And this is Ooh. like a possibility. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to say something good. What does not die is your body. Mm. What does die is the ego and the thoughts that are freaking killing you. Yeah. That's what dies. And so what I needed to do was fall in love with the pain. Yeah. And that's what I love. I just heard that before, like becoming the fire. Once I fell in love with it, everything had to, it didn't own me. Love is so powerful. It is the most powerful force. It's actually the only force. It's just a matter of we're connected to it or if we're disconnected from it. So yeah, so I was able to somehow, it's almost like I, I made my own recovery program with, with God, you know, my own recovery thing with my creator. And anytime that one of my daughters triggered me, because that's, that's another blessing to this. My kids have forced me to grow up and it was so painful, but this is another blessing. I have people coming to me and telling me they're in pain. Their teenagers are doing this, you know, they're, 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 they're triggering them. They're going crazy. And what is the parents, what are the mothers doing? They're trying to control. Mm -hmm. They're trying to control the uncontrollable. And the thing is, you have to get control of yourself. 
You got to get control of your own life. And this is what the kids are craving. The kids are coming out and they are so connected. They are so aligned. You ever heard of baby therapy? My, my friend had a baby. All I have to do is pick up this baby. Like I'm just, there's ultimate alignment with these kids. And then we have our thoughts and the programming of this dysfunctional behavior of generations and generations that are passed down until somebody decides to say enough. And then the, and then the, and then the patterns can actually change. But that's that's also like so amazing because like what an honor, you know? Like I just had this conversation with my, one of my clients and she's just like telling me how her daughter is talking about badly about other people and she doesn't allow it, you know? She just doesn't have the space for it and I get that. Because part of, of, I don't know if it's part of being a part of fear is control, but also mm. with rage, but it doesn't have to be with rage. See, like there's such, like people don't only come for me for that, you know, like it's like there's such, like it's just about emotional stuff. Like there's something going on in your life that you're not in control of. They want control of that. And what an honor to be part of helping them get control of that area of their life. And so for this client, it was the area of her kids because there's nothing more painful then wanting ultimately such a happy home and a life. This is what you get into it for is to be at peace is to have kids, to have fun is to, you know, love each other is to have a good relationship. Okay. And then life happens and then you're faced with yourself. And the tricky thing is of the mind is the mind tells you, well, if this kid would just change, well, if you could just tell the kid to be quiet, if you could just make them be religious, if you could just make them be something else, if you could just make them go to a therapist, then it's going to be okay. You know who needs a therapist? You. <laughs> <laughs> and so. <laughs> true story, true story. <laughs> And so it's so hard, you know, sometimes for the parents to really understand that because it really comes face to face. Like you don't want to see yourself. You just want to know because you're the older one, you're the adult. But on a spiritual level, the kids are connected to themselves. The kids just want you to be, want you to stand strong in who you are, want you to be connected to yourself, you know, so, so stuff happens, but really it's, I really do believe on a spiritual level, we choose our parents and we choose our kids and they choose us. Like, I think there is that. And like we grow each other up and it's just to the point, to the extent of how much pain do I want to keep on experiencing until I'm willing to take responsibility for this relationship with my child. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like every single time that I want to, every single time that you want to point the finger at the kid It's like, if you could just have the willingness to stop and just turn it around because all they are is a mirror of you. And that's what's so painful. So anyway, with my client, so she was just saying about the, uh, about, you know, how her kid, and so she's like, but then afterwards, the kid stops talking, goes into her room and beats her sister up. Mm -hmm. Like what happens? What happens? And then there's like this discord with her and her own daughter. So we get to talk about this and we get to talk about making space and we get to talk about sitting in silence because what that does is it allows every single minute that you sit in silence in my experience and that of my clients and the people that I work with every single minute. It's like 
God working on your brain. It's like the wires get reconnected. Sometimes I even feel it. It's like almost like feeling, getting it like reconnected. And, um, and it's about making space, making space for yourself to be able to see the things in yourself that you don't want to see. So you could start loving them as painful as that is. But once you start loving them and stop resisting, because what resists persists mm-hmm. all the time. So when you can start falling in love with yourself and falling in love with the pain, there is such a tremendous amount of power that is available. And that is the expansion of your own soul. And it is safety from within. She wanted what she, you know, I always go through with my clients. What do they want to accomplish? What kind of a life do they want to create for themselves? And one of her big things was to create a safe environment in her home. And I said, the way that you make a safe environment in your home is you make a safe environment within yourself. Yeah. So, so powerful. This is, this is gold. I, I think that there's a lot of people out there who are getting benefit from this, whether they are, let's say they have like no, no patience, huge tempers and like, you know, constantly blowing up or they just want to get more connected with themselves, their true selves, their power, their greatest possible self. And I I think we're we're all dealing with some level of shame, guilt, regret, whatever that we've been carrying for too long. And yeah. I love what you say about loving the pain, falling in love with the pain and really yeah. like accepting that part. Can we dive into that a little bit more? Because I think it's it's really yeah. contrarian to what people do yeah. when, when it comes to pain yeah. and relationship to pain. Yeah, that's like one of the things like after I'm done with my talk and I talk about how like <laughs> how I've been through this process and how I fell in love with the pain. And then yeah. I sit in silence and we're like, well, how do you how do you love what is? You know, mm. so what's the question? The question is, how do you? Yes. Yes. Well, I guess the question is, is to know how you don't. Mm. The question is, is, well, if you know how you don't fall in love with the pain, well, then maybe there's another option. Wow. But when you're not in love with it, what you're doing is, as I said before, you're resisting it. You're pointing a finger at the other person. You're getting so angry. And what's happening is that you're 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 out of control you have anxiety or you have depression which is hatred turns inwards and then you're not able to function and all of this stuff is it's just kind of kinks in the hose you know like um i guess uh, my coach actually she just described love this i love this is that there's so much abundance and love and you know just the same way that you could turn on your faucet and thank god we live in america there's going to be water flowing but if it's coming through the hose and there's kinks in the hose. And every single time we have a painful experience, every single time somebody told us we weren't good enough, every single time there was a trauma that happened, there was another kink and a kink. And either someone's traumatizing you or you could traumatize yourself. I mean, really, that's what happens. If you're not acting right, like if you're not acting in alignment with your soul, like you start disconnecting from yourself. So the, and the most pain comes from resisting what is. So for example, I had a client that she came to me and she told me, if I didn't know any better, she, I would have thought her husband was the worst person at, that, they, you know, that like, I would not want to know him. But after listening to what was going on, it was a complete non-acceptance of the fact that she was actually married to him because mm. she saw that there might have been some stuff 
that she didn't really like, but she felt like, you know, when she was dating him, like she could, okay, she could deal with it. There was enough good things in her life that she could deal with it. But then when she started to, when she was married and she saw these things, it started to really get her. And then it just kept on going and going and going. So getting back to what you were saying is what ends up happening is that that becomes a kink in the hose. Like that is stopping the flow of divine love. It's stopping the flow of abundance and energy. And what she wants to create was again, she also, I love that. She really wanted to create and wants to create a a healthy home. That's like so fun and good. And that was really her, her goal. And then it turns into she's living in a nightmare. Mm. So there's a choice. And I really don't believe that there's kind of a neutral. Well, can't you just, just be okay with it? Like, can't you just be okay? What do you have to love it for? <laughs> I don't love it. So. <laughs> well, what I also, what yeah. comes up for me in that, just saying that mm-hmm. it's really powerful because I've never seen this. Um, when I hear accept, oh, accept what is, that yeah. can so quickly become ignore. That can so yeah. quickly become okay it is what it is bye and not actually have a relationship with it you just pretend like you've accepted it versus like loving something that is like you used to hate is a completely 180 freaking shift of energy yeah and not only that that's exactly it and it's when you're accepting it also there's also a part of me that kind of is picking up a victim mentality Mm, mentality which is like okay i accept it it's happening to me wow No, I'm going to suggest it's happening for you. It's happening Mm. for the elevation of your soul. Like it's, it's happening. Everything is happening for you. Her husband, man, as she's recovering and as she sees what's going on in her life, it becomes your greatest blessing. My children have been my greatest blessing. So then as you start, so that's what ends up happening because love is healing. There is a healing force. So I don't believe there's like, I mean, you use the word parve. Does that even make sense to you? Like, it's not, it's not this way or, or the, okay, neutral, neutral. That's the word I'm looking for is neutral. I just, I, I, I just, I really, I just can see that the thing is, is the thing is there. It's there anyway. Mm. So how do you feel when you're in pain? How do you feel when you're resisting it? How do you feel if Feeling like crush feels terrible. Like people feel terrible. You feel terrible. You're just sitting in it mm. and you're looking at what is, and then you're creating stories around a seemingly neutral circumstance, which I love actually to point out to my clients as well. There's actually a circumstance going on. It doesn't actually have to be painful until you put a thought to it. Mm. And once that thought is there, it's the thought that's going to create the feeling. And once we started to work through that, the the understanding is after you're starting to feel that way, you're going to start acting in a way. So you're going to be abusive. You're going to smack him. Mm. <laughs> not going to want to. Mm. And, and then you're going to get the result, which, and the result is always going to mirror what the thought is. So we always, I love going into that thought work also. Um, and, and that's why we're able to create a new, you're, we're actually able to do this. Like I think now we're really, really able to do this. And I'm saying this because I, I've done it. And 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 this the, such a cool thing is that once she started to like love it, like even though she was like resistant to it, but she was like, okay, 
I love the fact that his hat is on backwards and he looks like a dork. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> sorry. But that's like what happens, you know, like yeah. there's things that make us so crazy. But what ends up happening is she starts to own it. And then she, you know, starting to sit in silence and, and I coach people through that. I help you through that. Like, I know that is not an easy thing and it's not even like a wanted thing. Mm. And, but the thing is, is that again, if it's a neutral thing and just accepting and just leaving it, where's your power? Mm. If your soul is love, your creator is love. What's creating worlds is love. There is a power that is beating your heart. There is a power that is digesting your food, that is growing the trees, that is there. Yep. And it's actually right here. We have complete access to it. So how about loving it? Like, what if we just love what is because it's there? Oh, and I love this. Actually, I think Katie Byron talks about this. I love her stuff. Is that, yeah, loving what is. Oh, yeah. Loving, loving what is. Because it's, anyway, it's, it's there. Mm. It's there. So what happens is, is what I'm really passionate about is power. I'm really passionate about having power in your life. And mm. no, it does not feel good to love stuff that is painful. Mm. But you know what? It becomes easier because what ends up happening is once you have one transformation because you love the pain, I'll be very honest, that is actually how I ended up recovering from rage mm. is that my daughter said something that literally made me insane. Like I wanted to like killer, like so, so angry. And I was just like, I love, I love it. I love it. I'm just going to go into my room. And I sat down and I just said, thank you, God, for my pain. Thank you, God, for my pain. Thank you for my daughter. Thank you for my pain. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. You do that on your podcast. You always do that. I love that. And it's just that. It's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just and on, I, a, on a yeah. roll, just the momentum yeah. of gratitude, that energy, just like ride yeah. the freaking wave. I love it. Yeah. And, 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 and I cried through it and I fought through it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was, there was a restoration that had taken place, this transformation that is possible. And it's just the part of me that was killing me. That is the part that died. And mm. as I'm working with my clients, I am watching a part of them that was causing them fear, that was causing them to stay small. The most awesome experience is to watch somebody actually have a shift mm. right in front of your face. <laughs> it's like just going from intense, like either anxiety, depression, anger, resistance, to then kind of softening up and be like, oh, okay. Even that sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's a there's a, a level of a, uh, surrender. Surrender. Mm. Surrendering to what is. This is powerful, right? This is gold and loving what is. That's like number number one uh, thing that we can like really start to dive into. Loving the pain, loving that it sucks, loving the things that we don't like, right? And and really loving that. Switching it from yeah. accepting, which is a victim mentality, into being powerful, right? Powerful in a good way, which I know we're we're here like really diving into today. But like being the the creator, being in control of saying. If this is going to continue to persist and exist in my reality, I'm not going to resist it and I'm not going to take it lying down and just accept it and allow it to, you know, keep beating me up, but I'm going to like 
envelop it. I'm going to welcome yes. it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to yes. wrap it in my love bubble and yes. energy and just become yeah. one with it so that it, it doesn't have any more power yes. over me. Yes. And then the purpose of it is actually then revealed. Mm. And there, there is a love and a light and a connection and an alignment with your soul that is indescribably wonderful. Mm. Once you can gain that awareness and love and enlightenment in your own life and that healing, yeah. healing in your life. Yeah. So powerful. I love it. I love it. So the purpose is then revealed. Let's zoom out a little bit and focus on power yeah. and how does all this relate to, to personal power? Is there anything, other distinctions or principles or aspects of it that you really wanted to bring to our audience today? Well, I loved it because this is the topic of my talk was you are the power you seek. Yes. And I know this intimately because for my whole life, I was always looking for powers outside of myself. Mm. And what, how I'm understanding this, and I really like this, so I'm going to um, explain it to you the way that I understood standing it, is that, is that when we're young, like when we're so little, um, we're really connected with ourselves. And then we have this big person in our life that comes around and smacks us, either verbally or physically. Like, that's it. They just, <laughs> they get pissed off. They had a hard day, you know, 60s and 70s, that that was not time to go to therapy. It's all brush it under the rug, you know, and then actually... Whatever does not get healed in your life will get taken out on you, the people that you love. That is just a fact. So what ends up happening is that then something happens. Trauma happens. You get bullied at school. Somebody says you're ugly. And you unfortunately believe that. Mm. And so what happens is, is that as the trauma, as things happen to us, we are experiencing it as to us, not for us, obviously. We're just little kids. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is I think we disconnect because there's safety inside of us. We feel the safety, but these big people are telling us, you're not safe. You're not okay. Make sure your shoes go over here, not over there. Like you have to do this and this and, and like <laughs> do all this stuff. And it's like, whatever it is, it's like, you're not okay. Mm -hmm. And so then it's, 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 it's like almost... It is. It's because your brain is forming. And while it's forming, it wants to be safe. And your brain's part of the brain's function is to keep you safe. Yep. You're going to do whatever it takes to make sure those big people in your life or those bullies who you perceive as bigger than you mm. are just going to be okay. Yeah. And when that happens, you actually disconnect. That's what I, that's what I've experienced. Like I can totally see that happening. And like we disconnect from ourselves. So the, the lie begins and the lie of the mind. You will be safe if you listen to all of these people. Do not trust yourself. And so the healing journey is coming back around, owning everything, understanding that it's for you, growing into it and, and loving it and, and really getting the safety and finding out that the power is really within you. Mm. Like that is the most important thing for me to, that is such an important lesson. And it's, and it's something that if I don't find my own power, there is no way I can expect other people, including my children. And this does not substitute 
children for whatever or whoever is in your life. Mm. Like it doesn't matter. It's whoever is pissing you off. It's whoever you're trying to control. It's whoever you want to make things better. And you're looking for them to make you feel better. Mm. So, and I always, always say this, I always tell my clients, if your serenity is dependent upon other people, you are screwed. Mm. Yeah. It's true. So, it's true that, that giving away yeah. our power, like conditionally, yeah. like, I want this person to be a certain way, whether it's a boss, business yeah. partner, significant other kids. Like if we give away our peace, so to speak to that, and we allow mm -hmm. that, way of being whoever they're being however they're being circumstances to come and disrupt yeah. us and uproot us and set us off into a tangent and emotion tied to an emotion tied to a judgment tied to like this is how it should be and then yes. that's that's like powerless yeah and i say don't shit on yourself that's right that's a different story that's anyway right. so so anyway so so during the, the, that healing journey you're taking you, what, what's really happening is I think what we're truly trying to do is to realign ourselves with our soul. And then we will look everywhere for it. Mm. I have looked everywhere. Like you will look everywhere else besides right here. Mm. Until I believe it becomes so painful that it's almost like the pain will, will, will then almost force people. It will force you. It definitely has forced me mm. and it has forced my clients into a state of being able to own it. And, and then to become open and willing. And I think willingness is so important to, to know that, like, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, well, I can't afford this healing or I can't afford to do this. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. If something is calling to you, like if you're resonating with something powerful and there's something healing, just be willing to understand that your soul is bigger than money. Your soul is bigger than the situation. The essence of who you are is even bigger than all of your problems. It's even bigger than those big people. Mm. It's mm. a matter of also being able to go through the fear. And what I want to say is that you don't have to go through the fear alone. Like, like you can't do, I don't know. Like, I feel like you, like there's a, a part of, I always say like, there's such a good prayer. It's like, please remove my fear and direct my attention to what you would have me be. Because it's like, we are so scared, but what we're scared of is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to be scared of ourselves, but that's the lie of the mind is that we are not, that I am not safe, that you are not safe in your own body. And what the mind does is it is so tricky because it is so trying to keep you safe and keep you small so that these people will just all be okay. And it all, it always happens. Like it, it'll, like I've had situations where like I would somehow always find abusive bosses. I don't know how I ended up that way. But, but then as I started my healing journey, I started to attract people to me who would treat me with respect, who treated me with dignity. And that's because I treated myself with dignity and respect. And, um, I totally think I just, I'm trying to think what I was just going to say before. Do you remember? <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. I wanted to ask you about something that yeah. I mentioned in your intro, uh, which is humor. And I want to talk about how humor <laughs> plays what a, a great role. Intro. You laugh a lot, and I love it. I love like the high energy, the the playfulness that you bring to this conversation. Because some people, I'm sure, take it very like like serious and low energy. Like it has to be uh, what is it? Somber is like the en energy versus like, hey, I'm serious. 
and I'm, I'm bringing love and I'm bringing like letting you know that it's whatever, it's going to all be okay or however we want to word it. But um, tell us more about humor and why it's important. Humor, first of all, has gotten me through my life because there is no such thing that's funnier than the most incredibly insane situations that could be possibly in my life. I could not even make up the stuff that you just read in my intro. It doesn't even make sense. You can't make this stuff up. So as you get healed, like it's just fun. It's just funny. It's like, isn't that funny that that happened? Isn't that funny? Like, and, and it's like, and the thing is, it's like, there's so many times where like humor would just really save me. And I just want to say like humor and raising the vibration. Mm-hmm. And I love actually what, what just happened even in our talk right now is I felt like I was like onto a point and it's like, right. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, no, this is getting kind of serious. And it's like, right at the moment, God, like, whoop, it just took it right out. I was like, all right, let's go with this now. Let's just go with this. Let's just go with having freaking fun. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's like just inviting God to have fun with you too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, huh, you know, because uh, like he, it's so, I go all the time. It's so much fun to do this. And and how much fun is it to do this with your, with your family or people that you have friends with? And I love it. I do, I do, um, ah, clean, clean humor. There's this mm-hmm. thing called dry bar humor and the comedians that are clean and I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun and the belly laughing. And I'm going to go into that because you're talking about energy and, and healing and laughter is healing. It is, there's actually laughter therapy. You start laughing and then everybody starts laughing and then all of a sudden you're in a higher vibration Yeah. and then you become more open. There's laugh, laughing yoga too. It's like combining yes, laughing yoga. It's, yeah. it's so, actually, so awesome. Lady that does that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. So like the ability for us to, to, claim our power really comes from like laughing from being self-expressed from bringing that little child that unleashed like little kid back to our world the self-expression the wonder the playfulness the curiosity and also i think that they don't take life too seriously you know that like they're not they're not bogged down with how things have to be or should be they're just there playing and creating and uh, i think it's like to get back to that mindset to reinvite that back in that can be a big leap for a lot of people who might be dealing with um abuse and rage and things like that and and like it's just important that we bring the conversation back to present because even though we may not be able to say, okay, I'm going to be happy now and be playful and be joyful. Like if people yeah. can't, aren't ready, if they're not able, yeah. if they choose not to, if they have to work through certain emotions, if they're blessed to, if that's the opportunity to be able yeah. to get to that point, then great. That's where they're at. And everyone's at a different place on their journey. And we get to respect that and love that and appreciate that and just hold space yeah. for people wherever they're at and whatever their next step is. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I just said this or not, but when you're laughing, you are healing. And when you're healing, mm. you are loving. When you're loving, you are laughing. That's when you know there's like healing going on. When you can just have fun. So I felt mm. so serious. Yeah. But I'll be dead serious when it comes to the dis-ease. Like when I see people that are hurting and I could tell, I'm like, yeah, well, that's what's going on. And I feel like the most important thing is like, that's when I get there's a blind spot right there. And this is why you are not living in serenity in your greatest self right now, mm-hmm. because this is what's going on. So then I'll get serious. But then when it's about just letting go, and I also want to say to the extent that you can feel your pain is to the extent that you're going to be able to feel the joy. You'll even more. So good. 
so good beautiful right this is so powerful i know you got like you could you could keep going i I can tell you're just a freaking channel for this light for this love for this source so wisdom fun. coming through yeah. you i know that there's more that we can dive into i'm sure we're going to have you back on again because it's been a blast okay. for me and Such i want to an tell honor. people how they can stay connected with you what are their next steps that they can take on their journey Okay. So first of all, if anything that I said has resonated with you, for sure, contact me through Facebook, Verit Siegel. Uh, that's through Facebook, Instagram, follow me on Instagram, Verit underscore Siegel, and also email me info at veritsegel.com. Connect with me, reach out. Let us have fun. This is a fun journey. Like even though there's times when it's painful, but you know what, like I say, and I know it's like real serious on, on certain things, but it is true. The healing process it is fun. I just want to say, this is one more thing that I feel like I want to say is that experiencing pain over and over and over again, that's not fun. I want to experience the life. I want the juice of life. And so what happens is when you can experience the pain and go through it, you don't have to experience that level of pain ever again. When you allow yourself to fall in love and you allow the healing to happen and the transformation to come through, you will not have to be reliving the same old stuff over and over and over again. It just, you become new and you have more fun and then there's more openness and there's more opportunities. And what a blessing and an honor it is to be with you today. Thank you. Thank you, Verette. And I, I know you mentioned a couple of times about your coaching yeah. and how people can work with you. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit yeah. more about what that might look like? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So first of all, like I get a, a sense, you know, you people could reach out and contact me and we'll just get on the phone and have a, a, a talk. What is going on? You know, see what's going on with your life. What do you want to create? What is, um, what's some dreams that you have? What is causing you pain? Like what is actually blocking you from experiencing the life that you actually really want to have an experience? And that's the amazing thing about healing is then I start talking about and creating a program that's individualized and customized for that person. Mm. So that way we can start creating and getting rid of the blocks so that way we can un unkink that hose in your life. So that way the flow can happen mm. and to really start being able to step into uh, who you are. So, so really that's what it is. And working with me is uh, basically weekly sessions and it's amazing thing. I have experienced it and my clients are experiencing it from me is to have a coach. It's just like for your body, you're going to have a coach. You, you hire a coach to train your body, yeah. you know, and now thank God, you know, people are like more open to the idea of having a life coach who's been through life, who has a handle on it to be able to support you and guide you. And every single week we go through what's going on, where is it blocked? And then we work on it spiritually and we have fun. And then what ends up happening is every single week, there's something Imagine being able to change and be supported with one thing and even a baby step every single week in your life, how there's so much that can be accomplished. And that has been. That's, how, that's how progress is made. It's like yeah. really those baby steps and being yeah. willing to just talk about it. Every opportunity that someone reflects yeah. on it, they let some of the pressure out. They let some of the anxiety out. They let some of the, the rage or the frustration or it, the emotions, right? The bottled up emotions. When we can express that in a healthy way without the judgment, without trying to push it to the side, avoid it, numb it, shun it, whatever, right? Like just really be able to communicate it. It's so healing. And Verette, I know people people's lives are transformed from working with you, one, because of what you've gone through and two, because of like just how much love love, how much wisdom, how much power you really uh, ignite in people. Just in this conversation, in our conversations before this, 
I feel your heart and I feel how you, you just like, you channel the awareness that, hey, you're a freaking conduit too, just like me, right? Right? Exactly. You're like, I own my conduitness yeah. of divine Heck wisdom yeah. and energy and beauty and all the good things. And you are that too. Each and every human being, each and every thing in our world, in our reality is. So it's so beautiful. Thank you so much for right. coming. And people can go to beredsegal.com. That's B-E-R-E-D-S-E-G-A-L.com. And they can uh, find out more about you. And thank you so much for being yeah. here, Bered. You rock. Thank you. You too. Honor. Privilege. I'll see you soon. Talk okay. to you first. Take care, man. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, Thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>